everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing good. Excellent. You you're, look good. Thank you. You're leaning on things. I am. Yeah. And that's bad. Yeah, you're touching. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Disney Parks blog. Yes. Um, they have a uh, the cast life section, and they're talking about uh, World Oceans Day, which was on June 8th. Uh, they did some... Um, Research for World Oceans Day? Well, they're taking a part in helping the oceans. Uh, we know that Disney plays a large part in conservancy. And on World World's Ocean Day, which was June 8th, uh, and it's a day to bring awareness to human impact on our oceans, uh, they actually do some work at Disney's Aulani Resort in their Rainbow Reef, which is a tank lagoon um, that houses thousands of fish. You can actually uh, snorkel in there. And if you don't want to get wet, you can watch from observation windows, but it replicates reef life out in the wild. And in working with the Oceanic Institute of Hawaiian Pacific University, uh, they are raising fish. They are birthing fish from the wild. Uh, So they actually go out. The the Oceanic Institute goes out and collects eggs uh, from a real reef, and then they watch them grow. And then they actually bring the eggs to the Rainbow Reef where they are born in captivity. Okay. Uh, so they are raising some fish uh, and birthing some fish that are having a tough time out in the wild. And uh, they've been doing that for a couple of years now. They started it uh, in February of this year, actually. And and it's uh, it's working well. They're raising, breeding, harvesting, and raising fish. Well, good. Yeah. Harvesting? Are they eating them then? Well, no, they harvest the eggs. Oh, um, there is a special offer for Drawn to Life, the Cirque du Soleil production at Disney Springs. That's right. There's a special uh, limited time discount available for Florida residents, Disney Vacation Club members, and Walt Disney World annual pass holders. Uh, it is for performances of Drawn to Life from June 10th through October 1st of 2022. It is, however, subject to blackout dates July 1st through July 5th, September 2nd through 5th, and September 10th. Um, tickets may be purchased online from Cirque du Soleil or at the box office of Disney Springs. I believe the ticket prices vary, so they do not list them. Okay. But if you haven't seen the show yet, uh, you know, discounted way is always the way to go. Yep. Definitely worth seeing once. Yes. And big news coming out of the Grand Floridian. Yeah. Um, Victoria and Alberts is going to be reopening. That's right. Victoria and Alberts, their five diamond AAA restaurant in the Grand Floridian, uh, will be reopening on July 28th. Reservations will be available beginning June 20th. Uh, this is the only restaurant in Florida that is both a, a AAA Five Diamond and a Forbes Travel Guide Five Star Award. Ah, where are they on the Michelin? Uh... Uh, I don't know where they are on the Michelin list, um, but there are only 26 other restaurants in the nation that have the AAA and Forbes Travel Five Star Five okay. Diamond uh, Awards. Uh, so if you've never been to Victorian Alberts, it is a fancy uh, bougie restaurant um, <laughs> that is um, American cuisine, I guess. I have no idea. We've yeah, not, we've not been. Uh, we're we're not really foodies. We're we're foodies if you consider like hunting down the best donuts and cupcakes and pizza. Right. If that makes us a foodie, then we are. But fancy food, not really our thing. Right. Uh, I think the big thing at Victorian Alberts is the chef's table. Uh, which is where you get to watch the chef with a front seat of you and essentially the tables in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's a little pricey, 
Um, but uh, like I said, they will be reopening in July. It's supposed to be amazing. I mean, if you're really into food. Yes. It's one of the few restaurants on property that actually has a dress code. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to actually dress to impress. And it's hard to get reservations. It is. Especially if you want the chef's table. Oh, yeah. And that's all from the Disney Parks blog. How about we head over to Disneyland? Okay. Darth Vader is going to be returning to Tomorrowland at Disneyland for a limited time beginning um, today. That's right. Beginning June 12th, Darth Vader will be in Disneyland for a limited time. It's part of the promotion for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, now, I find it funny that he's in Tomorrowland uh, and not Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, it Edge. is a little weird. But Galaxy's Edge is supposed to be a different yeah, time frame. right. But they've already ruined that by bringing Boba Fett to Galaxy's Edge. So Okay. And, you know, Disneyland is, and uh, the Disneyland Resort is usually known for their churros. Yeah, but they've got something new this time. They do. It's a jalapeno supernova pretzel, uh, which is bringing the heat for, for the summer. Uh, and it is sold in Tomorrowland. It is a jalapeno. It is a supernova pretzel with jalapeno cheese and topped with spicy crumble and lime the for seven seventy five. The interesting thing about these supernova pretzels is it's filled with the cheese sauce. It almost it looks like a donut. It looks like a Boston cream donut. Right, and it's yeah, it's a round pretzel. Yes, with it's it's not a standard middle. pretzel. Yeah, interesting. So um, I don't know if you're into pretzels. Maybe we'll start having to do the pretzel and jalapeno report. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I'd like to try something like that. Do you think we could get a whole podcast around pretzels and jalapenos? Probably. I mean, uh, pretzels and churros. Yeah, I could. Okay. Uh, the Paradise Pier, the Paradise Pier Hotel entrance has opened inside of California Adventure. That's right. So if you're a Disney Resort guest, you can now walk directly from your Paradise Pier Hotel through Disney's California Adventure because they now have an entrance in the park. The new entrance is between the Corn Dog Castle and Seaside Souvenirs in Paradise Gardens Park. I would just essentially walk in the park and go right to Corn Dog Castle. There you go, and uh, get some corn. Who doesn't love corn dogs? Everyone loves corn dogs. Um, and uh, this is restricted to hotel guests only, so you will not be able to go and visit Paradise Pier uh, by going through that entrance slash exit. Uh, I feel like you could go out. Mm-hmm. They're not going to stop anybody from going out that way, I don't think. But if you're not staying there. They might not let you in. All right. I know they wouldn't let us in if you were not staying at. Well, no, we did get through. Uh, through certain times of the day, they wouldn't let you in through the, the, Grand. Uh, the Grand California. Yes. True. All Maleficent's, right. Maleficent Dragon's horn has broken during the Festival of the Fantasy Parade. That's this is, right. I'm sorry. We've moved to the Magic Kingdom. That's right. We've moved over across the coast of Florida. Uh, and recently... Uh, back on June 10th, one of the horns on Maleficent's dragon broke uh, during the uh, 3 o'clock parade performance that was happening at noon uh, during the Festival of Fantasy Parade. Uh, and uh, it happened before Frontierland, uh, but the horn had fallen over and uh, the dragon was no longer blowing fire, I guess, because of the, uh, uh, because of the tilted horn. So hopefully they can do a hornectomy and <laughs> and fix that. I'm sure they can fix it. They did some menu changes over at the Coral Reef restaurant in Epcot. That's right. Lots of people are upset because the lobster bisque has been removed off of the menu after 36 years. Um, so they have removed the lobster bisque off of the appetizers, and they have added a New England clam chowder and a trio of seasonal dips. Off of the main menu, they have removed the smoke wild mushroom chiopino and the oven-roasted citrus marinated half chicken. 
Those have been replaced with a Cajun chicken pasta and an orange glazed sustainable salmon. Uh, as far as desserts go, they have just added a trio of seasonal dips to the desserts. Uh, they have added the clam chowder to the kids' menu, and they have removed the hot dog off of the kids' create-your-own entrees. Okay. Uh, I, I think that's a that's a misstep. We're moving. Yeah, the hot they dog. have they have a lot of seafood on the kids' menu. Not yeah. a lot of kids don't like seafood. No, most kids like hot dogs. Some new attraction pins um, have no Twilight Zone or Tower of Terror references. I guess this is to avoid CBS licensing fees. That's right. We all know that the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror is related to the Twilight Zone TV show, which is owned by CBS. And, of course, there's a accompanying licensing fee that needs to be paid when you mention that. Um, but all of the new pins say uh, Hollywood Hotel or Hollywood Tower Hotel in a new font. So I wonder if they're going to be dropping the uh, Twilight, Zone. Twilight Zone affiliation, although that plays a major part of the attraction uh, through the line and, and whatnot. Yeah, it does. Um, Star Wars Batu Bounty Hunters Magic Band instructions are up and screens are on at Hollywood Studios. That's right. We've mentioned before that the Magic Band Plus is going to have an interactive game inside Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, that new game is called Star Wars Batu Bounty Hunters, um, and uh, everything is on now. They have blocked some of the stations with the famed Rolling Planters. That's right. Um, but uh, you can see them if you look close enough, and they are up and active. Okay. So they have instructions on the side of the console, so it sounds like maybe Magic Band Plus will be getting a release in the imminent future. Very exciting. And uh, you know what else is exciting? What? Over in Animal Kingdom, in the theater in the wild, mm -hmm. uh, we mentioned that they were going to do, be doing cast previews for the new Finding Nemo, the Big Blue, and, and Beyond, Beyond show. Um, they actually did a soft opening for guests after two days of cast member previews. Good. Uh, so that will open uh, today. Good. So good for them. New show. Need that. Yes. Nice to have one more thing back. Animal Kingdom was a little lacking. That's so. right. Uh, they've made some changes to the menu at Riverside Mill Food Court in Port Orleans Resort. That's right. Uh, let's see. Off of the uh, breakfast menu, they've removed the American platter, the continental breakfast, and the chipotle Satian vegetable saute. They have added pancakes with berry compote and a plant-based Mickey frittata. Uh, for the lunch menu, they've removed a lot. the turkey sandwich, the garden salad, the garden salad with shrimp, the impossible barbecue market burger, the pot roast, the chicken parmesan, and the kids' mac and cheese. Yikes. However, they have added them. Uh, they have added, let's see, uh, and oh, an impossible burger, uh, seared salmon, buttermilk chicken, shrimp and grits, and gumbo. Uh, and then they've added a baked gnocchi turkey bolognese on the pizza. A gnocchi? Oh, that's pizza and pasta selections. Uh, and then the garden salad has been replaced by Caesar and Greek salad, uh, both of which you can order with or without chicken. And then they have added a new plant-based tuna sandwich and a ham and cheese sandwich to the menu. So, oh, that does not sound good. No. I, you know, that used to be a nice little place to eat. Yeah, I guess. It's just a food court. All right. Um, the dress code for adult-exclusive restaurants um, on the Disney Cruise Line has been updated, and the uh, update includes the Disney Wish. 
That's right. Uh, they are now saying that guests are requested to dress in a manner consistent with the adult exclusive restaurant sophistication. Uh, they recommend formal or semi-formal attire. Uh, however, dressed casual attire with a polished look is permitted, and this polished look includes dress pants, jeans in good condition, collared shirts, blouses, and lifestyle shoes. Uh, clothing such as t-shirts, swimwear, and sports attire is not permitted. Now, I was trying to figure out what this update was. So, but reading it, I mean, maybe the only update is that it just includes the Disney wish. You know, maybe the the wording just lists the well, wish. It, it's funny know. because it used to be when you went to Paolo, mm-hmm. which was the only adults-only right. restaurant, you had to wear a tie. Right. And I think for it was a tie for brunch and a tie and a jacket for dinner. Maybe. Uh, and then they re- loosened that. And no jeans. Right. No jeans. Jeans were not allowed. It was mm-hmm. dress pants, khakis. Uh, and then they dropped the tie mm-hmm. uh, and jacket for lunch. So you could go in a polo shirt and khakis. Mm-hmm. Last couple of times we were on there, all of a sudden jeans are permitted yeah, for without lunch. Holes, nice for lunch. Jeans. Uh, and now it sounds like uh, the jeans are permitted for dinner as well, which um, – I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't care. <laughs> I like dressing up. I like getting gussied up. Yeah. Um, but it does make it easier to pack if I don't have to. It's pack hard. Pants. Yeah, it's hard on a on a cruise, especially if you're only doing like a you know a four night or a five night. Right. You know, where there's not a formal night. Like yeah. how much you know how much nice clothes are you packing? Yeah, and that's like some people. Most four night cruises, they will consider one night a semi formal night. I've never gone semi formal. Semi formal is a suit. Right. And now it's are, jeans and a collared shirt. Right. There are people who will bring suits on a four-night cruise. I just don't get it. There's not very much. It's not no. very much that way anymore. That's very old school. Yeah. And Disney has always been cruising casual yeah. uh, in the uh, in the restaurants. All right. Um, the Disney Fantasy has put out a casting call for lookalike performers for Pixar Day at Sea. That's right. Pixar Day at Sea is going to be a specialty cruise on board the Disney Fantasy, which are week-long cruises. Uh, So they have uh, opened on their employee site uh, for submissions. They are looking for lookalike performers. Uh, They are looking for people who look like Frozone. Uh, And the way they put this is seeking performer with appropriate look and vocal quality, six foot two to six foot four, lean and lanky physique. Um, Elastigirl, looking for someone five foot five to five foot seven, athletic build, trim core, approximately size six. Mr. Incredible, 6'1 to 6'3 with a somewhat barrel-chested bodybuilder physique. And Edna Mode, they are looking for someone 4'10 to 5'1. And for that role, they state that height must be accurate and will be confirmed if you proceed to the next steps. (laughs) Uh, So if you're interested in applying for any of these positions, you can shoot over to uh, the Disney Cruise Line uh, job site. Um, And this is taking place uh, immediately. Uh, you have to be available between November 11th to December 17th of this year, and then January 6th through March 11th of next year. That's a lot of work for four months worth of uh, yeah. cruise work. I mean, maybe maybe if you're just starting out, it's good on your resume. Maybe. Um, so this looks like a game, Disney Sorcerer's Arena Epic Alliances, um, and it just went on sale. Yeah, and this is a tabletop version of the Disney Sorcerer's Arena mobile game. Okay. Um, But Disney Sorcerer's Arena Epic Alliances, as I mentioned, is a tabletop game. It uh, prices out at $49.99. It's available uh, for two to four players ages 13 and up and takes 35 plus minutes to play. Uh, So if you enjoy the mobile game, you can uh, check out the tabletop version. All right. 
Um, Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be returning to theaters this fall with ex- with an extended fun stuff version. That's right. This is known as Spider-Man No Way Home, the more fun stuff version, which will be coming to theaters on September 2nd. This is part of the Web Slingers 60th anniversary. Uh, there will be added and extended scenes uh, in the comic. I'm uh, um, sorry, in the uh, in the movie. Tickets will go on sale on August 9th. This is a limited time run, and currently these extra showings will only be available in the United States and Canada. It's only uh, Americans, only North Americans apparently are willing to pay to see the movie they already saw. Yes. Again. I will probably go back. You probably won't. I will not. No. New details have been added to the facade of some possible escape rooms at the Universal City Walk in Orlando. That's right. We've moved over to Universal Studios now. And uh, as Cheryl mentioned, on Universal City Walk, the facade of what used to be known as the Groove um, looks like they're getting a uh, escape room facade uh, added to it. So um, that's uh, that's fun. Yeah. Rumors are probably true. Probably. Yeah. Um, at... Universal Studios Florida construction walls are up around Central Park Crepes. That's right. Central Park Crepes is currently closed and surrounded by construction walls. The nearby uh, sidewalk has been under refurbishment, so they're probably doing the sidewalk around the uh, crepe uh, restaurant as well. So if you were looking to get crepes, you're out of luck. Bummer. I still haven't tried the crepes at Disney World. No, we haven't. The line is always so long. It is. Um, they have added some minion decorations to the construction walls around the former cl- former classic Monsters Cafe. That's right. They're uh, minions doing some very heavy construction work. Cute. Uh, they are blue walls. Uh, the walls surround the entire building, which does include the location of the Shrek and Donkey meet and greet. Uh, rumor is that some type of minion uh, restaurant might be going in here. I so, I love the wall with all the little uh, all the little minions. They're doing they're playing tug of war. And yes, and a couple of them are photo ops, so you can put yourself in front of the oh, okay. uh, backdrop and make it look like you're freezing a minion. You can also interact with the minions. Um, so it's uh, it's a cute little wall. It is. Ready? Is this our last story? This is our last story. Um, so the CDC is going to be ending COVID nineteen testing requirements for international visitors. That's right. Uh, Officially lifted at midnight on Sunday, um, there will be no requirement for travelers to test negative for COVID-19 before entering the USA. And that applies to both foreigners and uh, Americans who were re-entering the country. Um, So there there is no need to do that. Uh, This restriction has been in place since January of 2021. So we may very well see international travel uh, increase because of this. That's good. Yeah. So uh, any final words? Nope. All right. Then uh, until next time, this is Tony. And Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.